0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. The NFL is back. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. The Steelers fan willing to do a pec transplant for T.J. Watt. And with me, as always, is AJ. They wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. That's the problem. I ain't right back, Marchese.
1: You fucking said it, Rob. You said it, bud.
0: Quote of the year?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think I think Gino should end all of his like press conferences with that.
0: Literally the rest of the season doesn't matter now. He won the only game he needed. That's it.
1: They should go one in seventeen. It's the only game that mattered.
0: Today we're talking all the noteworthy NFL rookies from week one of the NFL season. hit it. In the fifth, the home team.
1: Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song.
0: Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sportsdrink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. There's there's not one single rookie quarterback to talk about this week, AJ, in our NFL Week 1 Rookie Rundown.
1: I think we should change it to uh, rookie fullback
0: rundown. There's plenty of those.
1: Or rookie specialists rundown.
0: Combo of it. Yeah, fullbacks. A lot li- of, the real positions. Cade K- K- York and Alexander Horvath. Uh, oh yeah. Got oh, yeah. some Jordan Stout takes. I know you do. I do. Uh, uh, Jake Kamarda. He hit mm-hmm. the Cowboys jumbotron. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty sweet. It's, um it's weird not yeah. having quarterbacks but it's nice no, it's, 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 it's nice. weird going from having a fucking talk about five and they're all bad yeah where like one of them's like okay yeah uh to having none um but don't worry kenny pickett will uh eventually come in and uh he'll probably won't even be that bad because what what matt canada is running in pittsburgh right now is not a real offense i it's it's hard to be good or bad in in the gimmicky uh, fake offense he's running.
1: One and zero, baby. That's all that
0: matters. Yeah, uh, Desmond Ritter. He'll he'll be playing by week
1: eight. Pfft, is sick. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, but he's gonna get hurt. He was running around a lot. Mm. Their offensive line played pretty well, though.
1: So, shockingly well.
0: Jalen Mayfield is is not terrible.
1: Playing, so that's why. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think they gave up like the the like zero sacks. Like that was shockingly well.
0: Dude. Hey, my guy Drew Dahlman at center is looking Mm -hmm. good. Um, But, yeah, no rookie quarterbacks to talk about. So let's just jump into Rookie of the Week. Oh, this feels so freeing. It is. It's so. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is great. I hope we never have good rookie quarterbacks again or bad or any.
1: I am so happy I don't have, like, a 300-word or more write-up about Matt Jones right now. It's
0: it's on you that it got his. Bad as it got last year, because I, I would I would talk like for like two minutes about quarterbacking, and you do fifty ch- on ch- Mac charting Jones charting throw. and then, throw. I, oh, and then, and then it, it like made me like look like I didn't know what I was doing. So then I had to start doing that. <laughs> it,
1: it, it got out of control. It but, was just a but, snowball thing. But
0: you hated it more than me. But oh, it was your it. fault.
1: Yeah, it was. I, I, the same thing happened to me. Is like I don't want to do too little here, and then.
0: Uh. But you were doing so much, and I was doing nothing. <laughs> Being like, yeah, Trevor Lawrence. When they run play action once a game, he looks good on the deep post. But uh, Urban Meyer's not doing a whole lot there. And yeah. then and, and you'd be like, "Yeah, third and one in the second quarter, third and one. 8-0-4 <laughs> on the clock." Uh, Mac Jones, uh, he he checked at the line of scrimmage into his outside zone run. Damian Harris picked up the first down. It was really impressive.
1: <laughs> Cerebral fold-up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so when we get into the when we finally get a rookie quarterback, we'll we'll do that again. Not.
0: Oh. Uh, okay, rookie Rookies of the Week. Uh, I didn't have a clear Offensive Rookie of the Week uh, in my games. I don't think there was,
1: like, uh, a clear Offensive Rookie stud in the whole league.
0: Uh, well, Xander Horvath scored a touchdown, but I'll get uh, to that. Well, um, it really, I think
1: it should be Katie York if you want. You can borrow Katie York if you want, because I had that game.
0: Yes, please. Uh, Go for it. Four for four, L- 58-yard game winner, baby. LSU beats Florida State if he was still there. Absolutely. Uh, who's your offensive rookie of the week? I'm interested.
1: I kind of just went with the touchdowns. I went with Jahan Dotson. It was only three catches. Only three catches. Forty yards. Two touchdowns. Uh, I
0: I think overall, just looking at the because including the rookie receivers, I had um, like I had Olave. I had Drake London, who neither had like super spectacular games, but both were quite good mm-hmm. in, in uh, with and did well with the targets they got. Um, but yeah, Dotson two touchdowns was. Impressive touchdowns.
1: Yeah, and I think that's that's the point. Here, I'll go. I'll go snap by snap for Jahan Dotson. First, no. first play of the game. No, <laughs> it was the first play of the game. Uh, got a target high in the sideline. He juggled it. Couldn't get the toes down. It was a pretty nice catch. Then they got a reverse. Like Allen just gobbled up. He lost ten yards. So it was kind of like an inauspicious start for Dotson. But then the, his first catch of the game was on the goal line. Uh, it was a touchdown. He just wrecked Shaq Griffin. Sweet stutter, easy separation, just smooth off the cut, and then just finished in the end zone. It was great. Uh, just a plain old catch for the second, and then he had that game winning touchdown. It was just a gorgeous out and up. He got lots of separation, but Wentz kind of underthrew it. If it was like you know, uh, you know, if there was more space on that field, he would have been you know twenty yards <laughs> open probably. Um, had to slow down for the ball. Uh, Campbell, who actually played a good game, he was right there. Um, just like, but he, he was so good at flashing those late hands. He didn't let uh, Campbell like read his hands just kind of snatched it. Like, it looks so fluid and natural, like, just the pass-catching ability. Which we saw you him flashing the, the hands all training camp. And, and the big-time plays at Penn State, too. Um, so, this is just such a promising start for John Dotson. I think it's going to keep coming and coming. Like, that, That I don't know, the, the offense was kind of good, but it was a little sputtery, like, targeting. I don't know, it was weird. It was kind of a weird game for Washington, and they pulled it off. But, Dotson looks really good. I can't wait for him to see, like, more of a, a workload, because he's, he's got the goods.
0: Um. He does have the kind of the skill set that we've seen translate quicker uh, for Mm. rookie receivers in terms of his running ability. He's got enough speed to create separation that way. Um, I mean, he also is a similar stylistically to Terry McLaurin. Washington's got a type, and I I think we, like, I think we both, now correct me if I'm wrong, I think we both had him as top 32 player, but we shocked to see him go as early as he did. Yeah, I um, think top,
1: I, top 40 probably for me, yeah.
0: I think I had him 30 on my board. Because I can't remember smarter exactly. than you, but... Um, okay, I'm going to
1: pull my board up right now, asshole. Let's see.
0: I deleted mine, so you can't <laughs> that's, come in wrong.
1: I, I, honestly, that's a good fucking call. That's smart. You are smarter for that. Anyways, go on, sorry.
0: Um, And... I, I... I I do wonder what his ceiling is, but he looks right off the bat like he's going to be a very productive, at least, number two receiver.
1: Uh, very much so. He was forty-two for me. So yeah, you're smarter. Smarter. I'll give it to yeah, you. I'm smarter. Yeah, but yeah, no, we because we called it a reach, but I don't know.
0: I think but, it was more of a sh- surprise than it was a reach. Because remember the yeah. whole conversation, like after Kyle Kyle Hamilton went at fourteen, like the talent drop off in general was big. Yeah. So got teams just went out and got their guys and. Uh, as I've always said, Martin Mayhew is a good evaluator. And, you know,
1: we, we criticized their draft as a whole a little bit, uh, and they really didn't get a lot from it other than Dotson in the in week one. I mean, Brian Robinson would have probably been productive. He seemed like he was going to win the RB1 job before that fucking terrible accident. Well, not accident, but incident. Fuck. Um, but, yeah, like not much from the rest of the class, but Dotson looked really, really, really good.
0: Uh, so I was kind of debating, should I put Drake London here? Like, he looked good. He was nice and smooth. He um, kept working himself open uh, and finding holes in zones. And um, him, him and Mariota seemed to have some pretty good chemistry off the bat. Um, eh, but it wasn't like some great, great performance. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of ended up debating between a couple offensive linemen. And I went with the, the one that was maybe boring, but the safest, which kind of just sounds like, well, I said about his teammate all last year. So I went with Zion Johnson, uh, the Chargers right guard, who just had, like, an absolutely clean game. Like, if you were watching and didn't know he was lining up at right guard, you wouldn't think about him once. Like, there wasn't – and I I, trust me, I saw a guard who had a heck of a poor day. So seeing him just dominate kind of, um, he looked so good in the run game. Uh, They were running a lot of like duo uh, and him and Corey Lindsley on those combo blocks looked really good. There was one play um, where uh, he kind of didn't have anybody to block and uh, Trey Pipkins was uh, (laughs) getting pushed towards Justin Herbert uh, and he just kind of came down and put like hit (laughs) not blindsided, but like just took the defensive lineman to the dirt for looking for work. I love that. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And, through, just throughout the game it was just kind of quietly strong um and there was uh, another really interesting play where he kind of got blown off the ball and like it looked like it was going to be dunzo like the guard i'm going to talk about as my worst rookie uh but uh he ends up anchoring anchoring down and, and kind of buying justin herbert enough time to escape the pocket and make a play uh and he, he zipped a deep one i think it was the deandre carter on that play um and it just felt a lot like Rashawn Slater last year, where it's just, we all knew this was a good pick. It's not sexy. It's just, he's, I think, like by the end of the year, he's going to be clearly one of the five best rookies in this class. I think, I still believe he's got uh, the best chance of making the Pro Bowls rookie uh, of anyone in the class. And it just seems like a slam dunk pick. And I think we all thought that. When it happened, <laughs> like back-to-back years with just
1: smart, good team-building picks with, with Slater and Johnson. And I
0: I also think it's – and I didn't have some some of the higher – high-drafted uh, offensive linemen games uh, yeah. that you had. But uh, I think it, it's, like, emphasized by, like, some of the kind of up-and-down games we saw from other rookies uh, on the offensive line that were taking in the first round.
1: My worst rookie is a, is a first-round offensive lineman.
0: Well, mine's a fifth-round offensive lineman, so I feel bad. But, hey, he had to start. Uh, Jumping to defensive rookie, though.
1: Yeah, I went with the easy easy pickings here again. Rob. I got Travon Walker, put, same game as, as John Dawson going there. I, I will say, though, like, it was not consistently dominant by any stretch. Uh, but the flashes were awesome. They, they, they really were. I mean, four tackles, a sack, and that, that pick, um, which was just ridiculous. The ability to uh, – come off the screen, uh, felt it, ca- like, came off the block, then used his freaky length and the quickness, like, just, like, looked like he could play tight end, just reeling that in so clean, and, like, it got a little yak in him, too, that was awesome, the sack was great, too, like, just, just, like, a great get-off, uh like, a chop and a dip, bent, and then, like, just flattened beautifully to, to, to get to Wentz, it was great, those were his two highlights, I thought, like, overall, like, like you know, he's kind of, like, if he was getting off and not winning with speed, like, it was just, like, his counters need development. He's kind of getting st- stonewalled. Um, I, it wasn't like, it wasn't consistently flashy, but, and that's kind of what it was at Georgia too. But, the, but the, the highs are so high and like, but there's something nice plays in there too. Like, um, he had one play where he just like before the interception off the screen, he just gobbled up Curtis Samuel on the screen, which is like, I think almost like the introduction to like, you know, he's feeling the screens really, really well in this game already. They went back to it, not to Samuel, it was to Gibson, but just, just feeling it with a pick. Um, had like a low key nice big like big play where he like uh, tackled Samuel like um, Allen forced the fumble, but like then he still tackled Samuel and then like prevented him from like getting back on the ball and the Jaguars landed on it. Um, they dropped him into coverage a couple times which uh, which he didn't look like terrible doing. I just don't know why. Had an offside, but like overall, the flashes were there of the the first overall pick that and we saw them in the preseason too um, of why he was the first overall pick. Um, consistency's got to come along, but like. If you got a sack and a pick every game, like that's you're going to win defense Rookie of the Year. You know what I mean? So,
0: yeah, he's flashy as hell. Yeah, yeah right off the bat, and he was in the preseason.
1: Yeah, he was.
0: He, uh, I think he just makes it like he because he's such a freak show, and because he's got these splashy plays, he just makes the Jaguars' defense so much more interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah,
1: and like Allen and him are, are a good duo. You know, they, it's it's a lot of fun.
0: Uh, I'm going to stick on the. It was tough. I, I I didn't know where to put another guy, so I kind of put him as my backup defensive rookie of the week, and I'll get to him in a second. But it was pretty hard not to pick Dominique Robinson, the to mm, the back. Yeah, let's go!
1: Yes, the
0: big this this is a nice uh, nice feather in Jim Nagy's cap <laughs> yes, uh, for sure. Seven tackles, uh, a sack and a half, uh, two QB hits. Um, Played just 41 percent of the snaps, so 11 pass rush opportunities. I think he, he had a sack and a half and two more pressures. Um, I don't know if you saw it. I think I tweeted it, so you might have. Uh, yeah, I got, I got, you got just, the note You, know, for you, <laughs> you yeah. love my tweets. Um, <laughs> the the kind of like he's lined up against Mike McGlinchey and he goes like with a almost like a jumping double swipe inside. Well,
1: he he used that at, at, in college too.
0: And I think a lot of people, because obviously he's a former wide receiver at Miami of Ohio, he was, like, kind of a rotational pass rusher this final year there. Um, I think a lot of people thought he was less nuanced with his hands. Mm-hmm. And he was just a true speed rusher. But you're right. He used his hands really, especially for a position convert, really well at Miami of Ohio, uh, given his, kind of, like, what you would expect of the prospect of his, of his uh, like, athletic uh, caliber. Um and and yeah, showed up against Mike McGlinchey. He looked good against Trent Williams, um, playing the run. I said that weird, uh, but <laughs> he like he was setting a strong edge. I think I, I, I saw a That's stat. Like, yeah, I, I saw a stat that uh, he was the second best edge against the run in both points above average per play and points saved per play. Um, and and yeah, so he he obviously was a fifth round pick. He still managed to play forty one percent of the snaps week one. I can only see this increasing given this type of performance, against a 49ers offensive tackle duo who I know Mike McClinchy hasn't really lived up to the hype, but Trent Williams is the, arguably the best left tackle in football. And, and he was doing that against them in his debut. Uh, it was it was really fun to watch. That's
1: big time. I mean, yeah, he plays sir. his
0: ass off, too. Yeah.
1: I mean, when, when he slipped to the fifth, and I think when the Bears took him, we said this is obviously a steal. And I think we said it was the best pick the Bears made.
0: Yeah, and, and I, I do want to just note, like, because he played so well, uh, I didn't really have somewhere to put Jaquan Brisker, mm. uh, who I think in almost any other situation I would have put for Defensive Rookie of the Week, he played every snap for the Bears against the 49ers in this gross, mucky game in the pouring rain. I uh, hit a big TFL at the goal line um, uh, where uh, he just, like, he, he was lined up um, – Kind of right around the line of scrimmage, almost like a, a, a linebacker in the box. And the second he saw, it, he just he avoided a block, got downhill, blew it up. He had a fumble recovery like inside the ten the t- their own ten yard line when the Forty Nineers were going to score. Um, a couple tackles and he just and we saw it in the preseason with him too, right? Like just instincts for days.
1: You know what I think it's funny, just a l- little off topic, but I think I said to you on Sunday that I felt like there wasn't that many rookies to talk about. And there maybe wasn't, like, these high-end, big-time, flashy performances, but as, like, we dug into the games, uh, you know, went over the tape. Like, I had a lot of rookies that I just could have mentioned somewhere that I cut because, like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll get there, to them next there, week, you know? Like, yeah,
0: there's a lot of solid performances. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, if I go too much, just stop me. and Because, uh, like, it's like I can't just – we can't talk about the same guys every week. So, for the listeners, if you're like, why isn't this guy, blah, 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 it's just because they were good and uh, – we had to skip over them.
0: Now on a uh, more negative note, I had a very clear worst rookie of the week. I don't know if you did.
1: I had a couple guys that were, like, disappointing. and I thought, like, like I thought there were some guys to put, but then I ended up putting, uh, I went like, the most high-profile guy that was the worst.
0: Okay. Offensive line.
1: Yeah. You want to guess? Uh, Evan Neal? No, I-, I liked what Evan Neal did. I thought Evan Neal was yeah. good. He's one of those guys hey, that he? I couldn't fit anywhere. Yeah, it's icky. It's icky. Um, I don't know. He, like, uh, the st- I think officially, like, they only created with, like, four pressures allowed, but it was worse than that, I thought. Pretty up and down in pass pro. Like, there were some good reps in there for sure. Like, you got to see the pop in his hands. But, like, other reps, he looked very, very raw. And, like, a couple complete whiffs. And, like, that was kind of the first half. it, just feel like he wasn't getting his footing. Like, just didn't look good. And, like, in the first half, it wasn't a lot of Miles Garrett. And like he's still not looking great. And then like I think they kind of figured it out, and they just loaded him up with Miles Garrett. And he 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 ate. He ate. Um, he toasted him like on a hit on Baker. Uh, I think like just before half. And then like getting into the third third uh, quarter, like he just beat Icky back to back plays for sacks, uh, easy. The second one a strip sack that like Icky had help from the tight end too. And like it's just like his feet weren't. It just it just you know. Garrett's a monster. Like, you know, he got so deep and, and Icky just didn't get there. And, you know, not great. And then, um, I had another one where he, like, hit Baker's arm, which could have been a fumble, but it came out. Um, it just smoked Icky. Icky's feet just looked bad, I thought. And, like, okay, you know, we, we thought he might struggle a little bit in the past game. It's Miles Garrett for the most part. Um, but I thought the bigger issue maybe was that, like, he, I didn't think he looked very good in the run. Um, and even worse, like, I thought he just didn't have the nasty in him. Like, like that's what made him icky, and I just I don't know. Like it's I think we saw a little bit more as the game went on. Like he played with a little bit more of an edge, you know, those late shoves just before the end of the whistle, like that stuff a little bit. But like I don't know, uh, most of the game you didn't see him see that too much, and like his sustain was pretty pretty mediocre t- t- towards bad. I don't know. He, he he needs he needs a lot to come along, but yeah, I don't know. It was pretty rough for a guy that's taking you know the the top. Offensive lineman taken, you, you needed to see better, and it didn't look good in the preseason either. So, this is just a little bit of a trend so far.
0: Um, similar to Icky, it was a poor matchup for uh Cordell Volson, his debut for the <laughs> poor, poor Cincinnati Bengals. Poor Cordell Volson, but in his defense, I don't know that he was the worst Bengals offensive lineman out there. It's, it's a good Jonah lineup. Williams got eaten alive oh, by Alex oh. Smith. Three um, sacks I, I, the, uh, between Volson and, and Williams. I think they gave up twelve pressures, four sacks. Yeah. Um, there was one rep where Cam Hayward just power drove uh, Volson into into Joe Burrow, uh, chasing him down for a sack. Um, he did have one rep where Cam Hayward was looked like going to going to work on him, and he kind of like snatched him, and, and, it, and it was a clean rep. Uh, but other than that, like, he just – it's hard to, like, blame him. He's going against arguably the second-best interior defensive lineman in the last five years in his rookie debut as a fifth-round pick on an offensive line that's already bad, you know? <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, in the run game, uh, he he didn't get a ton of drive against Cam or Larry Ogunjobi, who had a really good game. Um, I, I I tend to blame it more on matchup. Uh like, it's it's hard to again. He was a fifth round rookie, but yeah, he just he he struggled. Just the yeah. anchor, just really uh, got taken advantage of.
1: I mean, awesome that he he got the nod week one though. That's sick. But yeah, that's that's getting thrown into the fire.
0: But but like, I don't th- like. I'm not saying this is like damning. Like he's bad. He's not. Like he, his, it wasn't like Jalen Mayfield last year, you know, <laughs> or Leatherwood, or, or. Alex Leatherwood, yeah. who was maybe the worst rookie offensive lineman I've ever seen. Um. Anyway, primetime star.
1: For me, there was no clear one guy, and the Seahawks had a lot of rookies, so I just wanted to talk about most of them here, Rob. If that's okay, Fine. quickly, quickly, okay.
0: Not Charles Cross. That's for sure.
1: Uh, no, I just want, like, I, he's a star, but in a, in a different way. Okay, sir. So first of all, I think the best of the bunch was probably Tariq and Like, he got called for that deep uh, pass interference, but, like, eh, kind of ticky-tack. Uh, but then they did, like, the same shot back up to him, and he was he was holding up well. I thought he looked really good on Sudden. Uh, like, didn't give up any catches, had that had that PI, and then had another one. He was just, like, kind of, like, hanging on to KG Hamler. He just, just didn't have to. But, like, ho- overall, I'm just going to do these quick hitters. Overall, like, I thought he held up pretty damn good. I thought he held up pretty damn good for, for a rookie, you know. Fifth round pick and his first start against the best quarterback in, in NFL. Um, and then getting to the tackles, I thought like Abe Lucas looked about as good as you could expect for a third round rookie right tackle, yep. like starting week one. Like, had that hole that brought back the big penny run, but again, I'm homer, but I thought that was a soft that was a softer call in the PI. Um, and like, I, I'm shocked. I said this in the preseason, but I'm shocked at how good a run blocker he is already. Like, that that's remarkable. And then pass like, I think he gave up like pressure or two but overall really impressive. And then jumping across, again, yeah, like 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 I think like, you know, you can look at it and he's like, okay, he had a bad game. He could have been worse for rookie blah blah blah. PFF gave him a bad grade. But like between him and Lucas watching the game, those were like the best pockets I've seen for the Seahawks in a long time. And I think credit goes to them. And yes, you know, there there was there was the the two sacks that like he got thrown into the fire against Chubb, and like, you know, there's the blemishes, and the strip sack was hardly on cross, though. Like, it wasn't a highlight rep at all, but the pocket was clean. Gino should have stepped up. The other one was a lot less defensible, where Gino could have stepped up, but like, I'll call that one a real loss, especially in a big spot at the end of the game there. But like, I watched so much bad Seahawks offensive line play. This was so much better. There's so many good pockets on third downs where Gino had all day to throw. Like, I think in general, they looked good. Like, Charles Cross looked better than Nikki. Like, I, I, that's for sure. So, and Abe Lucas did, too, for the matter. But, yeah, I mean, uh, f- fun, fun, especially in a win. That's all I got to say, bro. All
0: right, well, thanks for waxing poetic. Uh, I went with uh, Christian Benford in the opening game of the NFL season.
1: I mentioned but- Benford for, uh, oh, fuck, where did I put Benford? He was my uh, out of nowhere, just because of how good he was.
0: Yeah, really good playing over first round pick Kyrie Elam. Played fifty percent of the snap, fifty eight percent of the snaps, had that pass break up. Yeah. Um
1: had that awesome I, tackle on sh- Anderson to prevent that first down conversion on third.
0: Very physical, very instinctual, and it just seems like yeah, Sean McDermott that, always gets the most out oh of yeah. th- these deep. Oh yeah. Don't give him; he doesn't need the first round DBs. Just give him anybody. Yeah, it's
1: the NFL. NFL fucked up letting a Villanova kid fall to Sean McDermott. Like that's that's for sure. I mean, had that last play of the game where too, you know, the game's over, but they took that shot down. Robinson and Benford was all fucking over it. Like he was. There was a, l- a couple of blemishes, but like overall, really, really strong. Uh, yeah, he was my out-of-nowhere pick.
0: Yeah. Um Moving to underwhelming performance, I, I'll just be quick here. Christian Watson dropping that. Yeah. He and, and I have hope for him strictly because he got himself so open on that play. <laughs> yeah, he did. Like He had like three steps on the Vikings corner, and it just went through his hands. And imagine if he just caught that, like how different that game could have gone. For real. Um, and basically after that drop, like he had like zero targets until like the fourth quarter, finished with – uh, two grabs for 34 yards and had a uh, seven-yard run. Um, it, it's just so like so deflating for him and Aaron Rodgers trusting him. Yeah, they've dropped potentially a game-changing play, a game-changing uh, pass on like the opening play of his career. Yeah, um, and he was obviously injured all camp, and like Romeo uh, Dubs had all the hype, and like Romeo Dubs. Uh, kind of looked like he had more chemistry in this game with Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers, and, and and so it was just a little underwhelming that that happened because of course that happened.
1: I know that really very, fu- that
0: sucks. Very Marquez Valdez Scantling like.
1: I, I know, and that's why I don't, I don't, I don't. But hey, he looked pretty good in KC. So um, my underwhelming performance, very similar spot. His first snap, he puts the ball on the ground, and James Cook
0: only um, <laughs> got yeah. two more I snaps. Put him for – Idea. I, sorry, I put him for looks like a miss.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, I I didn't know where to put him, but it had to be somewhere negative because I, first, carry fumbles, instant doghouse, Singletary and and Moss were already playing over him. Didn't get any of those, you know. Let's see what he can do out wide or you know any of these pass catching looks. He just was fumble. You're off the, You're out of the game. Like that was that was brutal. That was brutal. So I, I don't think James Cook's time is coming anytime soon, but. Hopefully.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, spilling the ball and not pass protection are the best ways to not play. Yeah. Um, and especially when Devin Singletary look like that guy. And, like, Zach Moss is very underwhelming as well. But, yeah. But oh, I think they trust him a little bit more. Yes. They threw him the ball, like, six times. Um, but, yeah, it was a, it was disappointing, I think, too, just because of the hype we had for mm. James Kirk entering. And I'm sure he'll turn it around, I hope. At I least. think so,
1: too. Yeah.
0: Um, for my looks like a hit, I went with Jalen Petrie, the Texans DB. Uh, I know he uh, I think he led the NFL in missed tackles yeah. this week. But he also had 11 tackles because he was literally just everywhere. Um, he he was tangling with Jonathan Taylor every chance he got. He didn't get credited with a half a TFL, but he certainly had one. Because I saw it happen. Uh, and... He also kind of – the Matt Ryan took a shot. Like, they were in their own end, and Matt Ryan threw, uh, like, a post high. I think it was to Pittman, and he almost had an interception. Um, so that stunk, too, in a game where they really needed it. Uh, and he also got called on a penalty where he's definitely the person who concussed Alec Pierce. Um, but uh, they only th- – ha- I think he only had one true target his way. It was, like, a three-yard pass in front of him made the tackle. Um, I I don't know. I thought he looked good moving from nickel to, to two deep, and he was just all over the run game, like very willing, everything you'd expect from him. Uh, just very willing uh, coming up to, to fit the run, and uh, yeah, he he's a fun player, Ta- making tackles, missing tackles. It was fun no matter what.
1: I think it's awesome when you see a guy, you know, like like that. That translates instantly. You know, cause-
0: he's also playing. One of the hardest running backs in the league to tackle, and just <laughs> yeah. like the fact that he was putting his body on the line like almost every play against Jonathan Taylor, uh, I, I I came away impressed even when he was missing tackles.
1: My looks like a hit is George Karloftis. Uh, looked pretty damn good against Arizona. Six pressures, most amongst rookies. Um, it was Arizona's offensive line, but like he looked really good. Like it, I want to see was getting home consistently. Obviously, didn't get any sacks or anything. Uh, I do think he would have had a sack if it was against a uh, you know a less mobile quarterback. Um, lots of run too. Played seventy eight percent of the snaps. I thought his power was like translating instantly. Blew like a, a few plays up with just a straight old bull rush. Made Kyler get out of the pocket. Couple ones where he's just you know uh, getting getting to Kyler and just, just forcing him out of the pocket. Uh, and then also like flashed the water polo skills. I had a, had a big batted ball down on the goal line on a third down. Uh, really 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 promising start for for Koloftis in his first game. I. I think that I think the Chiefs got something, and I think we uh, we knew that from the start, right, Rob?
0: Big time. Uh, there was a steal. Yeah. Um, yeah, my looks like a miss was James Cook. Who's yours?
1: I'll give you two. I'll make up for your for your looks like a miss. Um, first, post, post both both positive, both positive. Um, first one is Kyle Phillips. Like I think we both liked Kyle Phillips. I think we both thought the route running was awesome. But we had a lot of questions about his hands.
0: All right, let's look at the big boards. Where'd you have them? All right, I'll
1: pull it up. I'll pull it up. Uh, but Phillips is like the fucking go-to guy. Like, like legit. I love that.
0: Like, of all the rookie like preseason hype, that could be true and could not be. I
1: had, a, <laughs> I had a, I had a had him one sixty-fourth, a mid-fifth round grade. So.
0: Okay, that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, what but pick like, did he get? I don't remember. I can pull it up too, um, but yeah, like obviously he came out. Like you said, the hype was there. He came out and won the job immediately. Um, looked like looked really fucking good. I think he got a bunch of targets. Uh, hold on, good podcasting right here. Game through all the the Kyles.
0: Okay, I had I had the same same grade on him that I had what? on uh, on Alec Pierce.
1: Full, are you did you really? Yeah. I had him, like, just above uh, Romeo Dobbs. I look smart, if that was earlier. Um, just the hype guys. Oh,
0: wait, sorry. I, I had a higher grade on him than Alec <laughs> Pierce. Um, I, I had him ahead of David Bell... Uh, behind Vilas, Jones, and Wandale Robinson, ahead of David Bell, Danny Gray, uh, and Alec Pierce.
1: Okay, you so you had him wide receiver one, is what I'm hearing. Yeah,
0: apparently. I so didn't no, even know
1: I had that. <laughs> Not a miss for you. Yeah, no, sick. But no, like, the route running was awesome. He just couldn't fucking hold onto the ball. He dropped everything. Yeah, but I think he only had one drop. Only one drop. Um, had a really nice punt return, 46 yards. He also fumbled, but who hasn't fumbled? No no big deal. But he kept getting open. He kept getting open. I thought the highlight of the, the day was, like, that, that sweet corner at the end of the game. Tapping his toes. He's like, he's like Tanny's go-to guy. Had a nice uh, diving grab over the middle. Was making catches through contact. He looks like he's going to be a slot stalwart for a long fucking time. He, a long time. Um, and one more quick one. Not like some spectacular game, but I think that I, I wanted to mention it because, like, we panned this pick pretty hard. Like, we, we criticized this pick pretty damn hard. It was Martin Emerson, who I thought just, like, looked pretty good. It played most pretty of the snaps. Pretty too. Yeah, had a pretty good preseason. Uh, five tackles. Uh, just wanted to give him a shout out for he play, played played pretty well.
0: My needs to step it up. Is a, a corner. Um, it's Derek Stingley who mm-hmm. had that great PBU in the end zone uh, when he was manned up on Alec Pierce. Yeah. But uh, the the concern of the Texans who have Lovey Smith who loves uh, cover two uh, taking him is he's he's at his best in man coverage. Um, is he being wasted going third overall as a man cover guy playing in the zone scheme? Well, yeah, that's what it kind of came away. He gave up Mm. the second most yards of any corner in the NFL, uh, after Jalen Ramsey. So he's in good company at least. Um, He gave up, I think, six catches for eighty-one yards on like eight targets. Uh, he just like in that like kind of the cover two like the bail coverage, like Pittman was just kind of getting open on the comebacks and the quick outs and uh, Stingley at times that just kind of had stuff happen in front of him where he was like a, a half a, a hair behind. Like there was this deep post to Michael Pittman where like, yeah, he was on him, but he he gave far too much space. And the closing speed just wasn't there to make a play on the ball. <laughs> and he just like looked uncomfortable, which is concerning because it's I would just want to see him be put in a better position
1: yeah I think they played like I don't know just like three man snaps or something like that like like none
0: and um, like the Alec Pierce PBU was <laughs> man coverage
1: yeah it might have been like the only fucking one I don't know Um, I you went with the the third pick I'm gonna go with the second Aiden Hutchinson um we only had one tackle. I, I do think like the tape was better than the stats, but like it wasn't it wasn't great or anything. Like, but the potential was there. Like I thought like early he looked like pretty pretty disruptive. They lined him up on the third on the inside on the third down, and like he flushed hurts. Uh, but then like hurts ran for a first, and like it felt like he forced hurts out a couple times. But then hurts like legs just nullified his impact, and like and then like I felt like he started to fade as the game went on too, which is not a good look. So not getting home and uh, like again it was kind of hurts mobility, but. Just the, the impact kind of, like, lessened. Like he, I thought he came out kind of hot and then just kind of slowly kind of, like, just, just wasn't too relevant. Like, he just – it wasn't popping. Like, John – I'd see a white guy make a play. I think it's hot, and it was John Kaminsky. I'm like, that. that's not a good
0: sign. Um, I also threw uh, Charles Cross in this category, but you already talked about him. Am mm-hmm. I um, not ready to play? I didn't have, like, a super obvious one because the rookies who struggled, like, for me – I understand why they're playing. I, I I don't think that like like I don't think Cordell Volson shouldn't be playing, because that's the shape of, of that Bengals offensive line. Um, I wonder Shad White, who I thought looked indecisive on uh, yeah. Sunday Night Football against the Cowboys, and like especially like down the stretch Leonard Fournette ended up just being that workhorse that he is, and I think. Rashad White might have a smaller role than expected. I I'm, uh, for a hand, third hand round up. running back. Hand
1: up, I expected the whole time. But yeah, but like I think just him being the number two is a is a good sign. But
0: but at the same time, like I thought he'd have more of a true satellite role. You know, mm. I mean that's uh, what they I, drafted him for. Exactly, Absolutely. and like he was a third round back. Uh, obviously not as bad as James Cook because at least he's playing. Yeah, like, he played twenty seven percent of the snaps, eight touches, twenty one yards. Um, and it, it, it's again It's the first game of the season mm-hmm. But I don't know I just want to see him be more uh, uh, Definitive Is that the right word? Yeah More Play with more conviction Like that one run Near the goal line Where he just like Almost stopped Like thought he was Left yeah. bell behind All that scrimmage And he just stopped his feet That I thought that was so bizarre
1: Especially like and Like you said Leonard Fournette looks so So fuck. He looked like playoff Lenny
0: Yeah Exactly Exactly Who's you're not ready to play?
1: Well, going back to the Seahawks, I gotta put Kobe Bryant. I had to put him somewhere negative because
0: yeah, he, he, that J- Jerry Judy Mossed him.
1: Yeah, he, he tells them the ball was under thrown too. Russell Wilson sucked, I think. Um, and then like Kobe got back into position and just couldn't find the ball. And that that was popping up in, in preseason too. Then Judy cash it, just shoves him to the ground and runs for you know finishes for the six 70 yard touchdown. And that was only one of his two snaps. <laughs> like they, they yanked him. They yanked him. Uh, it, the the nickel's like wishy-washy so like they really would need him to step up. I think like, he's looked good in pieces but uh not yet. Not yet, that's for sure.
0: Uh jumping to best day 3 rookie. Uh obviously like Dominique Robinson would be my pick here. Yeah. Uh but I'll show a a, a different trench player from that game. Spencer Pierford looked good for the 49ers at right guard. Played every snap against the Bears. Um like looks like a steal as a guard.
1: Yeah, he looked good in preseason too. Um, if you, if you let me, I'll give you an offensive and a defensive.
0: Yeah, shoot. I, I've got a, a pair of offensive guys I can name too.
1: Okay. Um, offensive. I, both of my guys are darlings. Okay. One in the fantasy realm, one on the television realm. Starting with the fantasy, it's Isaiah Pacheco, um, who obviously has like been the king of dynasty fantasy. Um, he came in like the game was kind of well in hand already, but like it wasn't that late in the game. Like <laughs> they, they wrote to their backs kind of interestingly, but, um, Provided, like, instant juice from his first carry. Uh, looks like he shot out of a fucking cannon. Had 62 yards and 12 carries and, and finished with a touchdown. Most of his yards came, came like, on one drive. Um, a nice 22-yard run, too. And he, he finished with a touchdown at the goal line, too. Um, so all the hype, like, Clyde came out early and, and looked really good. And then Pacheco did, too. They got something going. Uh, th- this this Chiefs office is obviously, like, in a transformative... That's not the right word, but... <laughs> phase here, going from, you know, getting rid to Tyreek and stuff... Going to the more the you know the smaller game, but I think it's gonna work. It's gonna work. And on defense, uh, Rodrigo, baby, Rodrigo was like honestly as advertised. Malcolm Rodriguez, like six, six tackles of TFL, just like solid square tackling. Had a really nice tackle on a screen. Uh, was just making good tackles in space, like uh, on, on the running backs coming to the backfield. Just felt like he was always in the right spot. And then, funny enough, like his big highlight making the rounds on Twitter was like. Just fucking hip tossing Jason Kelsey. Yeah. Just just tossed him. Like, yeah. This is Rodrigo. It's, it's exactly the linebacker they needed. It, it, it's hit so big for the Lions. It's awesome.
0: Uh, I also put the combo of co Keefe and Kate Otten.
1: <laughs> yes. co blocking his ass off, man.
0: Those two look good as just like true inline blocking. Yeah. Guidance. Yeah, they do. They do. Um, Best undrafted rookie, I'll, I'll stick with that type of player Xander Horvath. He caught a touchdown. He played twenty two percent of the snaps against the Raiders. The pride of West Lafayette. Uh, yeah, I mean he he he's a modern fullback, and we're seeing it.
1: Absolutely. Um, my UDFA is a guy that I had no idea who he was until I was watching the game on Sunday. Uh, Kader Kohu.
0: Yeah, I was waiting to hear about this guy.
1: Out of Texas A and M Commerce, five nine one eighty eight. Uh, playing really good football for Miami, uh, the defense looked really good overall, it was the Patriots, but they looked really good, he had like a huge PBU on a fourth down, uh, was in coverage on Hunter Henry, this little guy in coverage on Hunter Henry, got up like over him and batted it away, it was awesome, um, forced a fumble to, it felt really impactful, like he had three tackles and that, that, that forced fumble and a PBU, but like, you, you felt his presence, that uh, was pretty impressive for a guy that like, never heard of, hand off, like straight up, never heard of him, um. Big time impact, yeah. It really, really interesting to see uh, going forward. I was really impressed with the Dolphins' defense. I, I was a little worried, like you know, with with Flores gone, what what the D's going to look like. But no, I, it looks good.
0: I also want to mention uh, Jalen Warren, uh, the yeah running back as the number two, uh, who we were both in on from the start.
1: Oh yeah, that awesome uh, pickup.
0: And, and, it, and just to look back to the the Dolphins' corner you're just talking about, is he this year's uh, like? Jerry Jacobs, uh, Lions, UDFA corner.
1: By the way, I don't think any of the Lions, UDFAs that we talked about made the team this year. But yes. I don't think they did. He is. He is. I think so.
0: All right. Quickly, a couple rookies who flashed. I already mentioned Drake London. Uh, Chris Olave looked really efficient. Uh, they him and, Honestly, Jameis Winston didn't really get it together until the second half. He started yeah. cooking with both Olave and Michael Thomas in that second half. Um, Olave was super efficient through his routes. Love to see that. Drake London, uh just looked like a big smooth, kind of underrated red runner for a six five ball winner. Um Kyler Gordon, another Bears rookie on defense. He played hundred percent of the snaps to get the 49ers had a nice T F L. Uh gave up one big play, uh where um he just kind of let let who was it? it was Jawan Jennings. Get behind him. Oh. Uh and then a couple offensive linemen. I thought Ed Ingram looked like he struggled in pass protection. Looked really good at right guard for the Vikings in the run game. Just a perfect fit for that zone scheme. Um, Dylan Parham, who the Raiders are just rotating their offensive line, but he looked like their best offensive lineman. It's good. Um, Bernard Ryman, who came in when Matt Pryor got hurt and looked way better than Matt Pryor. He, he only played seventeen percent of the snaps against the Texans, but when he was in, he like he I don't know why Matt Pryor is playing over him.
1: Speaking of Bernard Ryman, I don't, I didn't put Kadecki anywhere, but I thought he looked pretty good.
0: Yeah, he was solid. Yeah, that's uh, what uh, a lot of the interior guys were really solid.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of the defensive interior, I know we weren't, but I'm going to Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis was kind of like he only played 22 snaps, 32 percent, only had two tackles, but the Lions ran for like 181 yards total. At times that that, that especially off the bat, the Lions' offensive line was just bullying the the the, the, the Eagles' front. And like when Davis wasn't on the field, the Lions averaged like ten yards per carry, but when Jordan Davis was on the field, it went down to two point nine. That's that's an instant difference maker. Maybe a little anecdotal, but instant difference maker for exactly what he was drafted to do. And he was moving that fucking front. Like he's there. This is him. You right away. He's he's, he's a really high end run defender, and I think he's just gonna keep coming and coming. Um, quickly, a couple of receivers. Uh, Garrett Wilson. The production kind of came at the end of the game, uh, but looked good. Probably should have scored a touchdown too. Flacco missed some 52 yards. Uh, I didn't put sauce anywhere because it's kind of like you know weird, weird kind of spot. But sauce looked good. Uh, Treylon Burks three catch 55. Um, he had five targets only, but like they were kind of deep throws. Tanny kind of missed them. Uh, one probably should have been pi. Um, also let's start quickly. Petit Friere looked really good. Roger McCrea looked really good. Lots of guys I mentioned. Um, then Burks kind of got going on like crossing routes. Looked pretty smooth, looked pretty dangerous. Um, Sky Moore only got one catch on one target. It was like a Mahomes scramble where he found a Moore coming across. But it went for 30 yards. Like, juked a guy and kind of, like, lost his balance, but kept his footing. It was cool. Uh, made another guy miss, like, as he was stumbling. It was neat. Showed that yak ability. Um, and, like, I thought, like, last guy, defensive side of the ball. Devin Lord was okay. I just want to, like, kind of point him out a little bit. He had a lot of tackles, 11. Um, like, downs. Yeah, I don't know. Downs, but, like. I don't know, like, I think he looked pretty good in the run, like, pretty fluid, pretty fast. Um, some missed tackles. He was out of position a bit, but, like, he also had a pretty big play where he just sack on a two-point conversion um, where they went to tie the game. So, I think, like, promising promising start for, for Devin Lloyd.
0: Um, my out-of-nowhere rookie is maybe the out-of-nowhere rookie of the offseason. Uh, Bears left tackle Braxton Jones, <laughs> uh, the Southern Utah product, late day three pick, uh, ends up being the left tackle, um... And looked solid. It was mucky conditions. So it's like hard to, and like it wasn't regular offense because of the conditions. But like he looked solid. Like he, Nick Bosa didn't destroy him. You know, like he had a pretty good outing. Uh, I thought he looked smooth and athletic given the type of footing you can get on that type of field. Um, he just lo- didn't look like he didn't belong, which I think is the biggest praise yeah. you can give a guy in that situation.
1: Definitely, when everyone thought he was just going to get ruined. Uh, number 182 on my big board, so I'll pat myself on the back there. Uh, my Mine was Christian Benford, so we already talked about uh, it.
0: Start the rook. I'll go with a pair of Houston Texans. Speaking of rotating offensive linemen, or not playing them, or whatever we were talking about, Kenyon Green only got to come in against the Colts due to injury, ended up playing 54% of the snaps. Like, he was in and out of the game. And he he looked like their best interior offensive lineman. So I don't know why Weird. he's not starting, Weird. especially given the circumstances. And that goes for Damian Pierce as well. Like, why are you <laughs> playing Rex Burkhead so much? Damian Pierce played 20 snaps, had 12 touches for 39 yards on those 20 snaps. Like, not great, but he was breaking more tackles than Rex Burkhead. Like, I just don't understand. Like, you're the Houston Texans. I get that the, you did tie the Colts, so maybe I'm wrong. But I don't know. I, I, I can't fathom Kenyon Green not starting and, and Damian Pierce not playing a bigger role.
1: That one, like, was the shocker of Week 1. Pierce not playing, right? Or, like, barely playing. That was weird. Um, Maybe they like got less surprised, but, man, N'Kobi Dean three snaps. That's too fucking small for me. Like I said, like, the, the defense didn't look fairly really good for the Eagles. The run D was bad without Jordan Davis on the field. Get Nicole B. Dean in the in the game. like Your, your linebackers aren't good. Get him involved.
0: Amen. NFL week one in the books. Lots of rookies playing. Maybe not slam dunk performances, but yeah. solid performances, though. Lots of offensive linemen playing. Mm-hmm. I look forward to week two. I look forward to no rookie quarterbacks playing once again. Makes our lives easier, AJ.
1: Amen. Absolutely.
0: Um, and remember, Mac prospects are the best prospects.